It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. We already have our first big franchise tag of the NFL offseason, but does it mean T. Higgins is actually staying in Cincy? Also, the weirdest part of last NFL offseason is off to a roaring start again. And is the NFL Combine dying? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first ticket purchase. The Cincinnati Bengals placed the franchise tag on their star receiver, T. Higgins, one of their star receivers. It's nice to have a couple of them. But is that the end of the story? Is he just going to be in the Bengals' plans moving forward? James Rapine from Locked on Bengals joins me now. And and James, it does seem like it's more complicated than just, okay, the Bengals tagged him and now we're done here. So what do you think is the most likely next step? I think it's, it's complicated because of the timing. And when they tagged him, they didn't have to tag him on February 26th. We didn't have to see reports that they let T. Higgins' camp know on Friday, February 23rd, Friday night, where I had to scramble down here to to write something quickly about how T. Higgins was getting tagged. And I I think the timing is what makes it complicated. Are they doing this as a power move to show T. Higgins' agent, David Mulligetta, that he's just not going anywhere? Or is there more to it where they are open for business this week specifically, which the league, the new league year doesn't officially begin yet, but it does begin yeah. this week in the combine in Indianapolis. So I do think that that element is is interesting. It's not something that the Bengals have done historically, but over the past few years, they've broken a lot of those trends. And so I do wonder if the tag and trade is at least a possibility going into Indy. Given how good T Higgins has been, Uh, why do you think they didn't just come to an agreement on a long-term extension here? I think there's a bunch of reasons. And you could start with T. Higgins' injury history, if you wanted to, and the fact that he uh, had a career low in receptions and yards. And that was because of injury, to be clear. 
whether it was him or Joe Burrow's injury. Um, but I look at it and I think there's more to it, especially now that the salary cap is what it is, the $255.4 million, the fact that we know what T Higgins would make on the franchise tag, not just this year, but if the Bengals want to tag him next year and yeah, there's a price you pay for the back-to-back tags, but they know it's roughly $26 million. And so is T Higgins's agent, David Mulligetta asking for more than $47 million guaranteed? Because if so, the Bengals hold the cards to pay T Higgins $47 million guaranteed over the next two years and keep him in Cincinnati if they wanted to go that route and they don't have to commit to him long-term. So I I think there's a lot there. I agree with you. I I think getting a long-term deal done makes sense. That's what I would want to do. But if he's asking for 55 or $60 million guaranteed, I also get the Bengals saying, eh, let's let's make you prove it this year on the field with 21.8. We've seen star receivers get the tag and then end up being moved. That is exactly what happened in Green Bay with Devontae Adams before he went to the Las Vegas Raiders. So let's say this is um, intractable. It is irreconcilable differences in a divorce, and it is time to move on. Um, What teams do you think would be willing to pay? What is likely to be a steep asking price? And what do you think that asking price is if you're Cincinnati? The Raiders don't want to part with Devontae Adams, do they? Because I know a team that would. (laughs) Um, No, I, I think... It's it's kind of the usual suspects. Let's start with Carolina. Carolina called the Bengals about T. Higgins before the trade deadline. Mm. They don't have a first-round pick, but could they offer the 33rd overall pick and a future second? Would that be a- appealing to the Bengals? I would say so. I think that's pretty darn good if you could get that. The Tennessee Titans with former Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan yeah. now at head coach. They have the 38th overall pick. Is that something that that could get it done? DeAndre in 38. Oh, see, now we're talking. No, I, I don't think Hopkins would be included, but it, I, I think that the Bengals would probably demand a first rounder for T. Higgins. And I, I think the NFL would probably be willing to part with a pick 33 through 65, let's say, and, and, and more of a day two selection. And so I, I think that's what could prevent a deal from getting done. But you're right. If they want to get ugly and make it ugly, Higgins is party. They could certainly go that route. They haven't historically. Justin Simmons is someone that played on the franchise tag in Denver before getting a long-term deal, and he's a David Mulligetta client. Jesse Bates last year with the Bengals, 2022 that is, before signing with Atlanta, played on the franchise tag. So there are options there, but the threat of the double tag is something that throws a wrench into it because of the positional value, because of what Higgins could make on the open market. I do wonder if they try to force the Bengals hand a bit starting this week in Indianapolis at the combine. Will T Higgins stay in Cincinnati or be traded somewhere else? Stay in the know by subscribing to locked on sports today and locked on Bengals on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making locked on sports today. Your first listen coming up. Saquon Barkley is joining one of the most tenuous situations in sports, the running back free agent market. Before we get to that, the heat had to go West shorthanded to face the Kings. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price guarantee, GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. GameTime has plenty of last-minute tickets to your favorite team. They also make it easy to get in the gate with flash deals and zone deals. GameTime makes it easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They've got views from all the seats in the venue, and GameTime has the lowest price guaranteed. 
take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Right now, new users get $20 off your first purchase on GameTime with code locked on. Terms apply. Just download the GameTime app and use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7. Covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On. Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Kings hosted the shorthanded Heat on Monday night. The Heat beat the Kings 121 to 110. A little bit of a scare in the end after the Kings cut Miami's 20-point lead to two. But Jaime Akas Jr. and Bam Adebayo made big shots and put the Kings away in the last couple of minutes. I don't know how they keep doing this, David. Here's who was out for the Heat tonight. No Jimmy Butler, no Tyler Hero, Tara Rozier, Nikola Jovic, Thomas Bryant, Orlando Robinson, Josh Richardson. All those guys were out. The Heat basically played with seven players in this one. DeLon Wright, Duncan Robinson, Jaime Jaquez, Kayla Martin, and Bam Adebayo started. Kevin Lunch and, uh, Kevin Lunch, Kevin Love and Haywood Highsmith were the two guys off the bench. A couple of minutes each for, for Cole Swider and Alondis Williams, the two-way guys. They got in for a little bit of run. The North Carolina Tar Heels survived an upset bid from a Miami Hurricanes team. Carolina 75, Miami 71. The Tar Heels are now 21-6 overall, 14-3 in ACC play. Look, this was a quad three win, so it's, it's not great. Um, but it's a win. So it was one of those situations where it can't really help you, but it certainly can hurt you, and you just want to stay away from that, which is barely, but actually what Carolina did in this one. Ken Palm has updated the Tar Heels are eighth overall, 24th in offensive efficiency, and eighth in defensive efficiency. Big picture, great news. Carolina has clinched no worse than the second seed in the ACC tournament. Russell Wilson wants to win two more Super Bowls. Russell Wilson wants to retire a Bronco. Russell Wilson also wants to be on a team that wants him too. Russell Wilson is thinking a lot of things. I think a lot of people, Cody, wanting the last two years, this version of Russell Wilson. We want to hear some real stuff. We don't want to hear the, the stuff that he's been saying at the podium at every press conference after every game, talking that, you know, saying all the cliches that you think people want to hear and, and maintaining that level of consistency. This was a level of authenticity from Russell Wilson in this interview that was refreshing, regardless of whether or not you liked hearing everything that he said about the Denver Broncos, which we're talking today about the subject of does he actually want to come back to Denver? I mean, he said it multiple times in this podcast, but as I was listening, Cody, I couldn't help but wonder, I couldn't help but notice as he's talking about the Denver Broncos, he's saying like, 
I wanted to be there. I want to be there. You know, he, he kind of went back and almost corrected himself in a way. And, and I think that there's certain things that Russ knows at this point and that he did this interview with Brandon Marshall that we have not been made aware of yet as the general public. And in baseball news, the St. Louis Cardinals are continuing their offseason of adding veteran players as they sign longtime San Francisco Giant shortstop Brandon Crawford. I thought he was retiring. I didn't think he was playing ball. Uh, he had spent his first 13 years of his career in San Francisco, and what a career it was. I mean, Brandon Crawford has been great for the Giants. Four gold gloves, three-time All-Star, Silver Slugger winner, and a winner of two World Series championships. That's quite a resume. That's quite a resume for him. And he's got the luscious curly locks that come out of the back of his hat, which everybody's going to be a fan of, I'm sure. So you could understand why the Cardinals would be interested in talking to him. Here is another story you need to know. A year ago, the New York Giants made a clear choice. Daniel Jones on a long-term extension and the tag for Saquon Barkley. Now, reports out of New Jersey. It doesn't look like Saquon Barkley is going to get the tag, which means he will hit an absolutely loaded class, at least of big names, on the running back market this spring. Patricia Trainer from Locked On Giants joins me now. And, and Patricia, is this report, if assuming it's true that they're not going to tag Saquon Barkley, fait complete? is it over then that Saquon Barkley will play somewhere else this well, season? Do you it's, think? it's it's not final until it's final, but um, there's a pretty good chance of it happening. I mean, the Giants, as you said, not, choosing to probably not tag Saquon Barkley. Um, he's another year older, more injuries that he's had. Um, the value, they did a study in the offseason, the value of running backs starts to decline at a certain age, which Saquon is currently at. So there is a good opportunity, there's a good chance that he will not be with this team next year. But again, it depends. You know, he has said in the past that he would like to be a giant for life. The Giants have, you know, said that they would like to have him back. But if they can't make the money work, then then I think you can say that, yeah, it's it's pretty much over. Yeah, a lot of talk until pen is on paper and, and the ink is dry. We know in the NFL, these things rarely happen as cleanly as that. So if they're going to move on from Saquon Barkley, as you look at this roster, it seems like they still need some juice at that skill position, running back, receiver. So how do you go about trying to revamp this offense around Daniel Jones, assuming he's going to be healthy enough next year? Yeah, I think the first thing the Giants have to do is they have to decide what kind of offense do they want to be? Do they want to be a ground and pound? Do they want to be a deep vertical threat? You know, do they want to sling the ball all over the, the field? You know, what do they want to be? And I think, you know, you look at the successful teams in the last several years, what do they all have in common? They have a pretty good passing game. So I think that's where the Giants are ultimately looking to gravitate towards. So that being said, yes, you need a running game, but some of these other teams have shown that you can probably get by with day three draft picks. You don't necessarily need the superstar running back, you know, the 49ers being one of the exceptions to the rules. So the giants have to make a decision. What do we want to be? And, you know, in the past they've tried to build around Saquon that didn't work. You know, is Daniel Jones going to be the quarterback moving forward? That remains to be seen, but whoever the quarterback is, they have to decide what the identity of this offense is and how they want to build it. Well, those are related questions, right? How do they want to play? And then can Daniel Jones play that way? Ideally, they've given him the money, but um, as has been reported since that deal was signed by you and by others, that this is this is not something that they are tied to for four years of this deal. What do you think the chances are that they get a little frisky in the draft and move up and say, hey, we, we like J.J. McCarthy. We like 
one of these guys to move into position to take one of them. I don't know if they would necessarily move up to take a J.J. McCarthy, but I don't think you can rule out the possibility of them moving up if the price is right and if it makes sense for them. Now, I think what they do in free agency is going to tell us a lot. You know, mm -hmm. if they go and they fill and get a number one receiver, for example, they get offensive line help, they address some of these other needs. Now, maybe they don't need all those draft picks that they have or to where they can they can afford to give up, you know, both number two picks. Uh, uh, yeah, both second round picks, excuse me, and next year's second round pick, as Daniel Jeremiah suggested, might be the cost to move up. So it, it's kind of premature right now, but I can say that nothing is off the table. Joe Shane has said, you know, I'm leaving all my options open. He has acknowledged that they do have to address the quarterback position because Tyrod Taylor is going to be an unrestricted free agent. They don't know if Daniel Jones is going to be healthy to start week one. So yeah, I would say at this point, anything is possible, but let's see what the free agency brings and that'll give us a clearer picture. I think. Uh, Patricia, I'm going to, I'm going to jump you with this one a little bit. We have James Rapine on the show today talking about T Higgins. Would you give up premium assets to go get someone like T Higgins, assuming you're going to pay him top of market and, and have him be the stalwart and the, the centerpiece of your passing game in New York? Probably not. This is a pretty good receiver class. And if the Giants decide, hey, we're not going to move up or the, you know, the top three guys on their quarterback list are off the board by the time, you know, they go on the clock, they could probably get one of those top receivers like, like an, a Roma Dunze or, or a, a Malik Neighbors or, you know, even if he falls, and I don't think he would fall to the Giants at six, but maybe even Marvin Harrison Jr. if he falls that far. So I don't think you would give up um, premium assets to or, or have to pay for a T Higgins because it's going to cost you not only is it going to cost you money it's also going to probably cost you draft picks and this team is so far away it has so many needs that it cannot afford in my opinion to be given up a ton of draft picks and, and assets stay up to date all year on the New York Giants by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Giants on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube coming up is the NFL combine dying Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players with quick bets, same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. You can build live same-game parlays. For those big payouts, just visit FanDuel.com slash on and shoot your shot. You can also check out Major League Baseball Futures. How about a crowded American League race? FanDuel has the Astros favorites at plus 380, but also has the Yankees right behind plus 390. Four more teams of odds at 10 to 1 or better, starting with the defending World Series champion Rangers plus 650, then the Orioles at 7 to 1, the Twins at 9 to 1, and the Mariners at 10 to 1. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA and official sports book of Locked On. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Big time draft prospects are pretty confident they don't need it. Others just don't show up for it and instead have pro days on their terms. Locked On NFL hosts Ross Jackson and Luke Braun wonder... 
Is the NFL Combine dying? I want to tell a quick story. And this was an experience that I just had just this past weekend. That's kind of relevant to the idea of the risk that comes with doing some of these events, all-star games, um, combine, mm -hmm. stuff like that, can sometimes be greater than the reward. The uh, HBCU Legacy Bowl is here in New Orleans at Yulman Stadium, where Tulane also plays uh, its football games. And I was at the Legacy Bowl covering it this year. And the kind of top HBCU prospect was this, is this quarterback out of uh, uh, North Carolina Central, uh, Davius Richard. Really good arm, uh, good anticipation, good field vision, has the duality of being able to, you know, tuck it and run as well and stuff like that. He comes out, leads a five-play touchdown drive, going two for two for 50-plus yards, including a beautiful cover-two-hole shot down the left sideline. We love a cover-two-hole shot. And then scores a touchdown on a keeper around the right corner for about th four yards and dislocates his ankle at the goal line oh. as he falls into the end zone and now has a four to six month recovery period ahead of him. And he was the one HBCU prospect that everyone looked at uniformly and went, he could be drafted this year coming off of a year where no HBCU God, prospects were drafted. That. And I'm not saying that he made the wrong decision. I'm not criticizing his decision to be a part of that. Anything, everything for all intents and purposes, he would have scored that touchdown, walked off that field and never stepped foot on the field again in that all-star game. He would have done everything that he needed to do. He looked great in practice, looked great at the combine, all that stuff. And so the risk sometimes for me is greater than the reward. And I watched that play out right in front of my own eyes uh, at Yulman Stadium this past weekend. And that's why I don't blame prospects like Marvin Harrison Jr., like Jaden Daniels, like uh, Caleb Williams for saying, you know what? I'm good. I'll do it on my home turf or I won't do it at all. I've done enough on tape. The combine isn't dying. And here's why. When it comes to athletic testing data, teams still care deeply. And we're getting the GPS data. It's really cool what these companies are capable of doing, the player tracking. But we don't have decades of data to compare it to. We do at the Combine. And there are teams, and some teams care more than others, who use athletic models, thresholds that they care about for certain positions. It's still going to be important. Is it a big deal that Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to show up? Is it a big deal that Jaden Daniels is not going to throw? As a TV product, yes. But the NFL does not care about that. Jaden Daniels is going to have a pro day. He's going to have individual workouts with teams. And there's only two or three teams that even have the chance to draft Jaden Daniels or Marvin Harrison Jr. or Malik Neighbors. It really only affects the tip top players. Everyone else is going there to show out. Most of the 300 guys who are going to be at the combine need the combine. And until that stops being true, the combine will remain a big dang deal. And finally, the Buffalo Bills-New York Jets rivalry could reach a new level of nasty in 2024 thanks to Bills offensive tackle Deion Dawkins, who lashed out against the Jets and defensive end Michael Clemens in an interview that dropped last week. Appearing on Vlad TV, Dawkins called Clemens a, let's, let's go rhymes with rich boy, and accused him of instigating their post-game scuffle in the tunnel at Highmark Stadium on November 19th after the Bills' 32-6 win. 
Weirdos being weird, Dawkins said. I hate them, all of them, bro. I, I need it. I need it. All of it. I need rivalries to mean something again. I, I, I love it. I need it. Keep it up. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today, here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, are the Pelicans a true contender in the Western Conference? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.